The Money Show. Consumer Ninja. Oh, the excitement of travel. One loves to travel, particularly if it's on holiday. You're going somewhere exotic. You're going somewhere wonderful. You've been building up your expectations for weeks. Uh, and you arrive at the airport and, or, or maybe even before you go arrive at the airport, you try and check in the night before and there's something wrong. And you're going, hmm, there's something wrong. I better go to the airport tomorrow and check in in person. So you go an extra hour early to beat the queues. You get to the front of the queue. And if you've ever watched Little Britain, there is the person who sits on the computer and just goes, Come, says, <laughs> no, because your ticket's not been paid for. Is this a real thing, Wendy Nola, our consumer ninja? It is our Bruce. In fact, it's happened to me once. It was awful. It was about five years ago. I'd flown up to Joburg for a funeral of a dear friend, and I'd booked uh, via a travel agency, an online travel agency. I don't know quite why I did that. Um, and when I came to fly home, um, the airline said, "Well, there's no booking. Um, the agent, it's it's, it's cancelled. There isn't a booking." And there wasn't another flight home, and the flight was full, and I had to spend another night with friends in Joburg. Anyway, so I know that feeling. And I arrived. I didn't have any baggage, and I hadn't checked it online. And, um, and yeah, so I do know what it feels like. This particular case study um, that I'm going to talk about now raises the question, well, whose fault is it? Can you blame the airline when that happens? And the answer is, well, it depends. So in this case… Uh, the woman's name is Karen. I'll just leave, use her first name. Um, she, and you know, with what's been happening with the price of, of flights, Bruce, the earlier you book, the cheaper they are. You really, really, <laughs> the last uh, year or so has not been a good time to buy last minute tickets because the planes are so full, shortage of stock due to the collapse of various airlines. And so booking early was the way to go. So Karen went online, went onto the FlySafe website last July to book and pay online for tickets for herself and her husband to fly to Cape Town from Joburg um, in November, so four months in advance. Um, and she got – this is the crux of the story. She got an email from the airline a little bit later confirming the booking, booking confirmation. All good, she thought. So the night before the trip, she thought she would check in online. And so she went back onto the FlySafe website to, to do that, and she was greeted by a notification saying, your booking is cancelled, or was cancelled. So you can imagine, she tries to phone the airline's call center, but it's not manned after 7 o'clock in the evening. So she called the office at Lanseria Airport. They were flying out of Lanseria, obviously. They couldn't help either. All they could confirm was, yes, they're also getting that notification about the cancelled booking. By this time, of course, all the other flights, um, SAFE flights, that flight and others around that time were fully booked. She says, in desperation, we decided to book flights through Lyft Airline, which being last minute were prohibitively expensive. Listen to this, Bruce. 8,600 rand more expensive than the original tickets on FlySafe, which were booked four months earlier. So not the price of the tickets, the difference was 8,600 rand. So that's (laughs) quite a lot to swallow. So in total, I mean, I'm assuming if you book four months in advance, you could have at that time got tickets for, say, 3,000 rand return, which is not an outrageous fare. So for a weekend in Cape Town, 14,600 rand. Thank you for playing. My word, that's expensive, yes. Exactly. So she was not very happy. And after the trip, she tried to find out what went wrong with the payment and, more importantly, why FlySafe didn't inform her of the problem being <laughs> there is no payment. 
Um, she says the bank has elevated my query to card division and Plus FA has abdicated any responsibility. She says I'm stunned. And in my view, the, the supplier, once having confirmed the booking, has done just that. Plus FA should never have confirmed that booking, sent me that email unless payment was received. And I fail to see how they can send a booking confirmed statement unless they verified first that the mm. payment had been made. And I saw her point on that one, frankly. Um, have, you says, seen, have you seen, have you seen yes. the booking confirmation? Have you seen that email? Does it yes. say uh, clearly yes. and unequivocally yes. confirmed? Yes. Um, she says though, I've subsequently been led to believe that the onus is on me to then search through my credit card statement sometime <laughs> after receiving the booking confirmation email and ensure oh, that the funds nonsense. have been deducted. <laughs> yeah. And she says, how many of us do that? Notwithstanding this, I question why is it that a second email from the supplier, in this case the airline, is not sent out to the client, alerting them to the fact that the payment has not been properly processed um, for whatever reason. Um, and she says it might also be worthwhile to mention that when she spoke on the phone uh, with one of Flysafe's reps, he said that Flysafe were aware of the wording issue, as he called it, raised by others, and that they were in the process of making amendments to this. So my, I took this up with, with um, Flysafe's Chief Marketing Officer, Kirby Gordon, and I started off by making the point that I can't say that I've ever specifically checked my credit card payment to see if a payment for an air ticket has been successfully processed, and probably I should after what I went through with that, with that trip I just told you about. But I said, then again, I am very acutely aware of my bank balances on all my accounts daily. I know what they are because it's not too much fat to play with. So if I had paid... 3,000, 5,000, right, whatever, for tickets. Um, I would notice if the payment hadn't gone off my card. But anyway, that's by the bar. So I asked, why, of Splice why does the system not generate an email stating that payment failed and urging the client to rebook as soon as possible? What is it? Is it true about amendments being made to document wording in this regard? And how common is this payment failed scenario? Um, and why did it happen in this case? So the answer was, this was a technical outlier. I can see that the passenger struggled to make her payment, trying first with one card and then twice with a second card. The first transaction came back with a generic do not honor and the second with an error on 3D secure. And I've had that before, Bruce, error on 3D secure. It seems that with these multiple failed transactions, the system put the booking into a state called not yet processed, but it errored, this was their mistake, and triggered the booking confirmed email, but never the booking receipt itself. We send two emails when you book. I don't know if you've noticed that, Bruce, but no, I, I wouldn't because have once, that there no, wasn't you, the second you, one. You've gone through no. a transaction. You have booked. You have had a ping that says confirmed. It's done. In your mind, it is done. That's one less thing you have to worry about for the next four months while you go and pick a hat or whatever you're going to wear to the wedding. Exactly. I completely agree. So... Kirby Gordon carried on. We have a clear process internally to fix bugs. Ag agents lock a, log a ticket to escalate an issue to be resolved. If those tickets are delayed or ignored, I get informed immediately. It's very important to us to rule any issues out, and all the teams know that the system is sacred. We have an absolutely uh, entirely dedicated team on our IT side called Continuous Improvement. Blah, blah, blah. They're there, they're there to solve problems. That's um, nice. He says, but this particular issue has not been raised by our contact center teams. Um, the agent in question has since said that he was trying to buy sympathy with a cross client who was giving him a hard time and we'll deal with that situation internally. 
I get, I hear this quite often, Bruce. And I, so these agents are being shouted at. They've got a cross customer. I don't know if there was shouting, but she was upset. And so I've heard this before that they just come up with something just to <laughs> placate the person. Um, and in this case, apparently it wasn't actually true. But there's a happy ending. I'm happy to report to this story. Oh, thank goodness. I was getting a bit depressed. Yes. Yes. So, um, Kirby says, um, we did uh, send that uh, system, that email booking confirmed in, uh, in error, that email, um, that which is confusing, and that's on us. So I have authorized a refund oh. on the difference in their ticket price. And remember, it was 8000 So Carla's very good. happy. She, she got her money back. She says, I feel certain that without your intervention, I would still be in the same ignored position that I was in. I'm eternally <laughs> grateful for your intervention. And I love this. It was wonderful to be heard for a change. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. so many, so many companies, unfortunately, have built so many barriers which inhibit our ability to deal with human beings. Um, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm, and I, and I put call center operatives, not through any fault of their own in the non-human being place because all well, then they may as well be robots because they deal robotically with complaints and with issues. They're not empowered to deal with issues. They're not empowered to help you. They're empowered to make you go away. Um, and and exactly. I just think too many companies are putting barriers between us and them, and it's leading to severe brand damage for them. Absolutely. And I was thinking about this exact thing. Just uh, yesterday, I took up a case of a woman who is an Edgar's account holder, old lady in her 80s account holder for 40 years they told her that she needed to collect a new card from the store and so she went in and she didn't take her cell phone because she's frightened of being robbed so they wanted her to produce a cell phone and read out a pin they'd sent her as an you know a security feature so that they could id her and she didn't have the cell phone so they asked her security questions and aren't we all guilty of getting some of those wrong i know i am did you buy a property in 1986 1989 oh, um I, I, I can't tell you but i learned something that the agent doesn't have the answers the computer does back to your computer says no so this old lady thinking she'd answered everything right she didn't and so the system bombed her out and she was told she was now being she couldn't collect her card and she was going to be handed over to the fraud department okay so she contacts me in the state and when i investigated this it turns out that i said you know she was in the edgar store with an assistant now they had to phone a credit someone in the credit department so the woman in the store is standing next to a white lady in her 80s who has an id card on her okay it's not the couldn't she say, yes, it is, Mrs. Van der Merwe, she, I, I'm verifying it, but the system doesn't allow for that. The system allows for, <laughs> read out the pin, I, I kid you not, Bruce, the system allows for, read out the pin or answer the system, <sighs> and the agents get rated on that. They don't get rated on humanity and finding the plan B and using the common sense to say, um, okay, well, you know, Put me on to the Edgar's person, blah, blah, blah. Is she, does she look like, has she got an ID? Can she prove she, you know? No. So It is so I ridiculous. Mean, and they conceded that that was a problem. But that will tell you where we've got to with automation, all that, which has had to happen. But in the process, as you so rightly say, Bruce, the humanity just gets dissolved in that process in so many cases. And common sense, too. It's it's nuts. Thank you, Wendy Nola. Wendy Nola, um, with some wonderful case studies for us this week. The booking flights online, 
I, I'm stunned that you have to double check this, but it would seem that you do. When you book, make sure that the money has disappeared from your account and hopefully gone to the account of the airline. You don't know where it's gone, but you make the assumption because you've paid through their system. Um, and I mean, hats off to, to Fly Sapphire, to, to Kirby Gordon, to giving Karen the money back. I think he worked out that at 8,600 Rand to be kept busy for that much longer by Wendy who is dogged in her uh, pursuit of injustice um, and yeah she, the Karen had got an email saying yeah your booking is confirmed when you get that booking you why would you think twice about it um, but the call center is uh, an abomination to, to customer service it's called a customer service center but it's not it's a sales channel it's a blockage channel um, it's in a, you know these things I'm deeply cynical about them because you having I'm just like, I wonder if I should, I should I hand a personal matter over to Wendy Nola? I'm fighting with somebody at the moment, um, and I feel hugely aggrieved by it. I've got to make a decision as to whether or not I do it. And I think we can all learn from my personal aggravation, but I don't know if you care enough about it. Do you? Do you? It's a goodie, and I feel very cross.